Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Two out of three people are concerned that they see advertisements for products after having a conversation maybe with a friend regarding a particular commodity. They saw ads for specific items after they had discussed the topics in conversation with their friends and the concern comes despite the tech companies repeatedly insisting they never listen to your conversations or target consumers based on online interests. Or they said they do target consumers based on their online interests. Now... This is according to Deloitte, uh, the 2022 Global Marketing Trends Consumer Survey reported a large number of consumers feel they're being listened to by their tech. And I want to know, do you think you're being listened to? Now, not just by your phone, by the way, because it's happened to me as well. You know, you're talking about something and you're going, God, yeah, I saw that fellow the other day. He was wearing those lovely pair of Nike runners, weren't they great? And then you pick up your phone and suddenly you go to Facebook and there's an ad for Nike runners. And you're going, how do they know? How do they? Or Alexa. Is she actually listening to you? I don't mean her, because obviously she doesn't really have a gender, does she? As such, or he, whatever, it. Uh, so I want to know, is, are they actually listening? Do you believe these tech devices are listening to you? Well, to give us a bit more information on this morning, I want to talk to Will Geddes, who's an international security specialist and also an author of Parent Alert, How to Keep Your Kids Safe Online. Good afternoon to you, Will. And a very good afternoon to you, Niall. Always a pleasure, sir. Well, now here's the big question, Will. Are they listening? The short answer, Niall, is yes. Well, my heart is pounding. We've been told <laughs> numerous occasions by all of these companies that they're not listening. Oh, they are, my friends. They are. Since 2011, when Siri first came out, followed by Katana, Google Assistant, and various other voice services that we use on a daily basis, maybe, within our phones. Um, these and our Internet of Things, our smart devices at home, like Alexa, uh, will be gathering our data. And they'll be gathering it for a number of reasons, though. And it's not always as insidious as you might think. It could be, obviously, for us to give them verbal commands. So it could be us asking for information on something online, or it could be to order something. It could be to track our data. But it is also to deliver targeted advertisements. So if you are talking about that fabulous holiday, you're thinking of planning to the Mediterranean this summer, then there's every good chance when you've been discussing it with your colleagues or friends, if your phone is set up to allow those um, discussions to potentially be heard, then yes, you will start seeing some of those ads very targeted in your feeds. I thought that was only if you said the trigger word, like, hey, Siri. Oh, sure, I shouldn't have said that. My phone will start going mad here. But I thought <laughs> everybody's phone around the country's gone mad. I thought it was only when you said those targeted words or you started your sentence with Alexa or whatever it happened to whatever your device happens to be. I thought that was the trigger for it to suddenly start listening. And besides that, it doesn't have permission. Like, are we signing, when we sign up for Alexa or we sign up for Siri with Apple, are, are we signing our lives away? Well, we are, yes. I mean, it is legal for our phones to listen to us, um, primarily when we actually agree to the terms and conditions on some of the apps that we have. And a very quick way to be able to check this on your phone, for example, on a iOS, so if you have Apple devices, go into privacy, go into microphone, and have a look at which apps are actually listening to you. Now, you could go old school, Edward Snowden style, and put a bit of black tape across the, <laughs> the bottom of your, your phone and the, mic and the microphone to stop people listening in. However, it may be easier to go into privacy and decide which apps you really want to listen to and which don't. But even if you're using, say, a transportation app, 
where you might be ordering something, you may notice that on some of those apps, you've never given a verbal command. However, it's got the capability within the terms and conditions, often as long as the Magna Carta, so you never read them, you just agree to them, that will give them the capability to do so. Yeah, because in all apps, if it uses photographs or needs to use the microphone, it, it will ask you for permission, but we don't really know really what we're giving permission for. Essentially, we just go yes, don't we? We, we don't really read it. Does anybody actually read the terms and conditions? No, I don't no. think anybody does. And I mean, and, and, and does and Will, does really will get us read them? Does Will get us read them? I don't. No, of course <laughs> not. Absolutely. I'm like everybody else, Niall. So, you know, the thing is, is that, you, you know, Apple, uh, and I hate uh, uh, to tell all the Android users out there, and they're going to hate me for it. It's a bit like PCs and Apple. There's a very divided camp. Um, Apple is very much more on board with the privacy issues for ourselves. Um, you know, they've got a number of recent features which came out in their big update of iOS 15 which basically helps us track our data, anonymize our email addresses, do all sorts of things like that, uh, which will ensure that there are permissions very explicitly requested from us before we allow them. So, you know, but on Android, there are still things that you can do to basically just check on there within your settings, the applications manager and permissions, such as turning off your mic. The other thing as well is with everybody and people still remote working, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, um, the camera. So a lot of people have concerns about the camera. The famous thing is, of course, to put a little bit of tape over the, over the camera on your laptop. Is the camera on your laptop? Can people kind of log into that without you knowing about it and see and listen to what you're doing in your front room or in the, or the well, comfort of your bedroom, maybe? Yeah, I mean, it really depends on when you say can people. I mean, it will be primarily, one would hope, the app developers. Again, uh, just to upset the Android users even more this afternoon, um, you know, the, 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 the benefits that you have with the App Store on iOS, and this is why it's more expensive, is you pay through the nose for various apps. And the reason why you pay through the nose for those apps is not only for purely commercial reasons, but because they do a lot of verifying processes. You know, I, my organization has an app. I'll get a quick plug in called Tactics On, uh, which is a personal safety app. But every time we do a new release, now, we have to get it checked and verified by Apple before they'll release it into the app. And, and they do have on, a tough criteria compared to Android, of yeah, course. Yeah, they do. And I mean, and certainly, you know, like on a privacy, personal protection, personal safety app like ours, you know, they're especially conscious about permissions such as tracking data, such as turning the cameras on, turning the microphones on, and that the user is fully aware. What's, what's the name of your app again, that. Will? What's the name of your app? It's called Tactics On, Niall. Thank Ta- you for that. <laughs> Tactics, <laughs> Tactics On. Tactics On. And yeah. you get it from the App Store or the Android Store, whichever you happen to be on. Indeed. From okay, both, okay so the, the bottom line is just an answer to our question today. For all those people who are feeling, are feeling like they were conspiracy theorists and mental, um, yes, they are listening to you as far as you're concerned. And Will, by the way, somebody just texted in and wants to know, does Will Geddes have an Alexa in his house? I don't have an Alexa in my house. I have no, no voice... Um, uh, internet of things in my house whatsoever and one of my things that i'm very conscious of because i did a i did a little uh sort of demo for one of the major banks who brought me in as a sort of uh, a speaker where i showed them how you could hack a phone using the voice assistant on phones even when the phone is locked so very important if you do have siri or you do have katana or alexa on your device make sure that it only works when the phone is open, not when it's locked, because you can bypass the locking system sometimes by using the voice assistant. 
All right, finally, before you go, Will, it would be remiss of me not to ask you about what's going on at the moment because in the Ukraine crisis, um, I kind of caught you off guard at this and I do apologise, but of course UK and NATO allies are stepping up preparations for the worst case scenario, according to Sky News over Ukraine, says the Foreign Secretary Liz Truss. I mean, in your eyes, do you think we're looking at a doomsday situation here or do you believe there will be talks? Uh, the suggestion by the French president is that there could be talks uh, that would maybe stop all this. Yeah, I think the latter of the two, Niall. I mean, the, the fundamental thing is that you've got to carve this up in, in sort of uh, digestible chunks. You have um, Donetsk region, uh, which is the, the eastern region of Ukraine, which is very pro-Russian. There are a lot of individuals there that want to try and create its own independent uh, state within Ukraine or even break away from Ukraine. Uh, so a lot of it is about the sovereignty of Ukraine. A lot of it is about defining and determining its borders, and Russia incentivizing those within those more sympathetic areas, like Donetsk and Luhansk, to come over to them. Um, and it really comes down to the Allies. I, I think... You know, well, when it comes down to the Allies, now I know in principle they've agreed to a summit with the US President Joe Biden, but do you think Joe Biden has the gumption to deal with this? A lot of people suggesting that, you know, maybe he's part of the problem and not really the solution to the problem. Well, I'd agree with you. I think his rhetoric hasn't been particularly helpful. I think it's been quite inflammatory. I think that the key issue here now for me is that I think if things do kick off and it's more likely to be separatist action in full swag operations where they're going to blame Ukraine for retaliatory actions. As it did, in, as it did in, Vietnam, as it did in Vietnam. Correct, absolutely. As it has been, full swag operations pretty much precede any kind of um, sort of war conflict, you know, weapons of mass destruction, good case in point with Iraq. Mm-hmm. But fundamentally, I think it comes down to the separatists. I don't think the Allies will have the stomach to get engaged if there is a determined move by the Russian state to create any invasion. But I don't think Putin's got the stomach to do it either. OK, so you don't think it will, you, you really don't believe there's going to be conflict? I think there will be conflict, but I don't think that, it will be on the scale of 1945. All right, listen, thank you very much indeed. And I appreciate you coming on the air, Will. Anytime, sir. Thanks. See you, Mike. Well, Geddes, Tactics On is the name of the app, by the way. If you want to grab that app, okay, online, Tactics On. It kind of helps you identify what's good and bad out there, I suppose, really. And according to Will Geddes, is a security expert, and he deals with the internet all the time. You're right. You're all right. This thing is listening to me. Jesus, I better knock it off. It's listening to me right now. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.